Welcome to Pure Health Podcast. Your weekly guide on how to live a healthy whole food life. Where two clinical nutritionist sisters, Kirsty and Nicole, talk about their experience in the clinic looking into gut health, women's health and weight loss. Plus, unfiltered banter behind the scenes of work, life and play. Welcome back, guys. Hello. Sorry, we feel like we have not been on here in forever. We I have. Know. We've had three weeks yeah. off. And we kind of forgot to tell you guys that we're having – well, we didn't fully plan this long a break, but then because we went away to Bali and then we pre-recorded an episode with Alex. and oh, then just got in the way. Yeah, it has. <laughs> it feels like ages ago, though. Yeah. I forgot how to podcast. Back. Exciting. Hi. <laughs> um, okay, so we have the most exciting news. Okay, not only – Okay, so first of all, <laughs> we've started a book club. <laughs> oh my god, Colleen Hoover! Oh, stop it! Is a god. If it, like honestly, Nicole and I literally read. I want to say, how many books did we both read in you Bali? Know when you're so like fixated in a book, yeah. you feel like you're in another world. Like yeah. I haven't had that in so long. Like since I was I a child, read. where I was so. I never read. Yeah, like I was reading just her books easily in a day like they were so like hectic I couldn't put it down you know the worst thing is I think you're the same as me I feel like the only book I ever read is a book that's like a sex erotic novel and that's the only kind of book I can read no all I read is like <laughs> self-help books but sometimes yeah, so when you're going to bed at night like I feel I feel like it's nice to read something that's mm. not like using your brain too much I agree but but yeah. this is just the perfect balance Ugly. erotica and oh yeah love no, romance. a lot of, lot of erotica um I recommend Ugly Love. It is insane. Yeah. It's I was talking about with that with my girlfriend with last night and she was saying how um, Ugly Love was her favourite too. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, oh my god. Anyway, so we also had the best time in Bali. Like honestly, Bali is just like the biggest vibe. Like so much good <laughs> stuff. It's just it's the biggest the vibe, guys. You have to go. Um, uh, Just the food, the weather, like – so much good gluten-free, yeah. so easy to eat healthy. And we both were really like – well, I'll speak for myself here actually. With um, not a very like in past like, you know, it's always just easy to have a lot of drinks but I just felt mm. like this trip was like – I don't know. I just feel like when you hit a certain age, I feel like you just like want alcohol less and less. I mean, mm. I know that doesn't happen for everyone. <laughs> I have plenty of clients who are in their 60s and love good drink. <laughs> but um. Yeah, like I just didn't really feel the desire to drink much. Yeah. I feel like the more and more with my skin and my gut and everything, which is today's episode skin, I just don't mm. tolerate it very well. I know, Whereas it's a nice balance. You holiday. little young whippersnapper, I'm sure <laughs> No, I was fair. I had like max three drinks in one night, like if yeah. I was having more. I'm teasing you. You're the, you're the young whippersnapper of the Everyone, group anyway. The boys were sick though as well, so it was kind of like it wasn't a really. But we didn't get barley belly. No. Well, so apparently that's offensive to say. Someone commented on my TikTok video and they're TikTok's like. TikTok's a bit harsh. Isn't it is. Um, but no, none of us, we took our little supplement protocols. So if you go look at Pure Health's IG, my IG page, you'll see um, – what I said, what we took for barley, which we didn't get sick at all. But, yeah, mm. the boys were a little bit fluey. And then, yeah. But there's, the mocktails are so good over there. I think it's, like, so easy to eat, mm. drink, eat whatever, eat healthy, not drink much. So I got really bad. This one worried. I got bitten <laughs> by some mosquitoes. Yes, he has been so dramatic the past two weeks. Like, I've me. got some infection. From no, there. I don't. I feel just really tired all the time. And like we had, I don't know if I'm just in a sleep deficit from Bali because I kept. So the villa that we stayed in in Chengdu was like beautiful, but it had these like fucking like three centimeter gaps with the doors. I went. No, I was staying in the master bedroom. <laughs> yeah, no, stupid mole got the master. Bedroom. No, you got the nice one and the other one. This is like a classic. We always fight over who gets a better bedroom. And the boy. 
boys are just like. No, we don't even fight over it. You just choose it. So then the next time around. I'm no, like, but you well, chose it the first night in the first place. Oh, we're not getting And then <laughs> anyway, the boys are like, obviously they're like polite and they're like, girls, don't argue about something like that. And they're like, hell, like, well, mounted, And we're like wrestling to get the right bedroom. <laughs> Stupid Never girl. grow up. Oh yeah, no, we're both in our late. <laughs> I'm in my late twenties, and I'm still fighting with you about which bitch is a better bedroom. <laughs> um, oh, what was shit. I saying? Oh yeah, anyway, so I kept getting bitten by mosquitoes. I was like getting terrorized, and then the stupid villa didn't give us sheets, so I had to sleep under a doona. So then I had to make the room really, really cold, so I didn't get hot. Oh, it's a tough. Anyway, and I'd be spread. I'd woke up with like a swollen eyelid one morning. My <laughs> no, that was like a start. That was no, like no, 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 different one. It was this oh. eye. I got a bite there. Oh, anyway, okay. Shut up. Um, stupid girl. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'm just a bit tired at the moment. Yeah, I feel like so. I think we, I got a virus also when you mosquito. get back <laughs> from holiday. <laughs> drama. When you get back from the holiday, it's just like almost like a massive. It's like adjustment, like yeah. one extreme to the next, getting straight back into work. Like, as oh. like, oh my God, nothing like getting straight back into work. I know, because we actually switched off really well. Like, I was proud of both of us. We, I did not mm. even think about work. But then I literally started crying when I looked at my... <laughs> yeah, literally two minutes into opening her laptop. There was a tear. Oh, because there's just so much, like, nothing to do with clients. It's just there's a lot to do with the clinic fit out, which... <gasps> Yeah, it's been a grueling process the last 18 plus months. Like it has been probably one up there with the most painfulest thing we've gone through. Mm. Frustrating, painful, financially painful. It's about the journey, not the destination. Like if I hadn't known at the start how much this would cost the company to book, to open a clinic, not even just the fit out but like the lawyer know, fees you and the no town plan. idea what's actually involved. Oh, until like but I'm glad it. I didn't otherwise I wouldn't have done it. Like if yeah. I had no idea, like you just – if you get told that you're going to be up for these kind of costs – while you're trying to run a company, pay wages, like do everything, you'd, you'd be like, no, stuff that, that's too scary. Ooh, like that's, adulting. But yeah, it's been a full, yeah. Anyway, so there's just been moments of serious overwhelm being like, and I'm not, a, I don't, not financially, like I'm not an idiot, but I'm not great with money. Like I wouldn't say I'm not a fucking financial advisor. I think I need one. <laughs> you do need one. <laughs> Anyways. Dad's like, it's because you're a Gemini. You spend so much money, Kirsty. <laughs> you're uh, like your I, auntie. I need you? a money tree. <laughs> I know, but yeah, it's been an absolute process. But but so drum roll. I don't know if that's really obnoxious to listen to on the other end. Um, the clinic is opening on the second of November. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I told October. you, Mom. What is wrong with you? This is the worst build up ever. Second of October. <laughs> so we actually have our last week at um, our Wembley Clinic this week because we're hiring. I don't know if you guys want to listen to the story, but we're going to go for it anyway. Um, sorry, we won't make this podcast too long. But people, I voted on Pure Health and I mean, I didn't vote. I asked for <laughs> votes on Pure Health. And people said they like long podcasts. I'm going to fill everyone in on the Pure Health updates. Yeah. Anyway, just skip this if you can. Don't yeah, just own. skip it into like another three minutes and you can start the actual episode. But anyway, back to the episode. Um, <laughs> What was I saying again? <laughs> I don't know. About the clinic? Oh, yeah. It's so getting ready last week. October. Yeah, yeah, last week. So in then we got um, other a clinics. free event. <laughs> don't ask how we have a free event this weekend. So we're going to move all the stuff from the clinics, like from Wembley and Floriot, mm. apart from like the couch from Floriot, so we can still consult out, consult out of there for the next few weeks. Mm. Um, 
and then, yeah, so it's last week at um, Wembley and then we're picking up – so so Dad wants to kill us at the moment because we've taken over his garage for like the last three months with like all these – like all this furniture. And then I've also taken over Nicole's boyfriend's garage. Shout out to Elliot. Thank you. (laughs) With all our other furniture. So I've got like furniture all over Perth that I need to pick up. So that's this weekend. Yeah, I know. It's all happening. Our dad's so dramatic. He's like, girls, I tore my hamstring. I won't be able to help like any – any excuse, old Marcus, he'll take it. Oh, literally. <laughs> he's so funny. Oh, my God, I know. Imagine if we exposed him on here. If he's like recent mishaps, I won't do that to him. <gasps> oh, oh, dear. Gosh. Anyway, anyone who knows that Marcus, our father, he's just an absolute. I should so get him on, we should get him on the podcast. Oh, like, I don't know what I'd get him on. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, he's your typical Aussie dad that's like so inappropriate, like very politically incorrect, like massively. Um, oh, there's worse out there. There is yeah, worse out there, but he's very politically un- incorrect. <laughs> and anyone that's listening who knows, like, what the typical Aussie yeah, from father, that generation, that, that generation the ba- like, they're just, like, so politically they incorrect. They don't give a Especially, fuck. I think when you, they hit a certain age as well, they, they just give don't less fuck. Like, the things he says, I'm like, Dad, we're in the 21st century. Like, you cannot, we're 2023. You cannot say shit like that. And he's like, ah. Oh. Yeah, I know there's plenty of people listening to this who could relate with an Aussie father. Yeah. But yeah, he just doesn't give a shit. So he just, yeah, he's rogue as fuck. Anyway, speaking of, let's get into the podcast. Let's. But was there any other updates? So Nicole. clinic opening, 2nd of October. October. Nicole's busy doing Renault's because to so Nicole, I'm going to tease Nicole right now. So Nicole's moving in with Elliot soon. How exciting. She's moving with her <laughs> first boyfriend. Up. How exciting. Anyway, so Nicole's moving out. Um, I know it's all happening. And so Princess Nicole's like, so Elliot, you need to get this done, this done, this done before <laughs> I move into your house because I'm not living it like that. No, 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 no. <laughs> this has been the works forever. Try I to be th- the same. Yeah, but it's just, it's such a just classic difference between boys versus girls with like. Most, yeah. Like just even a lick of paint and, you know. <laughs> A whole nice new furniture. floorboard and some nice <laughs> and new lighting and some new blinds and redo your backyard but even and paint new roof and paint the outside. No, literally though, but we were painting the whole of last weekend, which is a bloody trek and a half. It was kind mm. of fun, but even Elliot was like, "Wow, like that does make such a big difference." Like they just need to see it to yeah, appreciate it. So it's I'm like going to slowly start feeding you have him to. more. Yeah. yeah, and you have to let them think it's their idea, like <laughs> then like to know that it's their idea. Like I've or let them that. figure it out on yeah. their own. Like. They hang up an told. idea, yeah. yeah, And, like, even, like, I've been at war with Scotty for the last year and a half about painting this fucking brick wall <laughs> in our backyard because I just hated it. And, like, I wanted white but then in the end he, like, compromised and was, like, did Monument, which actually looks really good. But, like, mm. it, yeah, men are, like, another species out there. I know. They, just understanding each other. And especially, like, I know a lot of females have this problem where, like, like, it's funny, I don't really follow her very closely, but Rachel Dillon was talking about, like, how her and Toby – is like are both like a power trip with each other like both like to be in control <laughs> that's like you and Steve, yeah. sorry. scotty and i both the same well because he's like a like man in a massive manager like big top dog position and then like i'm big top dog so oh, <laughs> you like to think you are <laughs> anyways we're both in like management positions so i just get very used to being yeah, like see, i don't really have that control. problem yeah, you're like, like no, you're, you're, you're submissive. <laughs> Not submissive. I'm just chilled. <laughs> oh my god, okay, we're talking so much shit today. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All, All right, right, let's get into it. So today's topic <laughs> is all about acne. Yeah, and it's specifically the hidden drivers of acne. Mm-hmm. So 
I can personally relate to what it feels like when you feel so self-conscious about your skin. Like I had like dealt with acne. Acne. <laughs> you, little bitch, have had best skin your whole life. <laughs> being so obnoxious <laughs> oh no i used to obviously classic yeah, remember you see those massive cysts on no, your face <laughs> that is traumatic no they were like a boil <laughs> when i was little oh that's so mean Sorry, no when i was like in like year five i had like a boil on my face anyway let's not talk about that i still have the scar to show um no i used to get like it on my back more because Kirsty and I, if you haven't listened to our previous podcast, had PCOS as well, which Keyword we will talk had. about um, in later mm. in this podcast. But obviously that is typically associated with elevated androgens. Yeah. So for me personally, it showed up more on my back, which is definitely an androgenic area. But for Kirsty, more prominent like on the jawline. Yeah, jawline. Yeah. yeah, jaw and chin. And it's like been at times like so bad when I was going through this gut healing process and like mm. between high androgens and then like having SIBO and gut, like all yeah. these gut issues, like my skin was like horrendous for a while. So, yeah, I can relate to anyone out there who's listening to this when you yeah. have, like, I mean, she's so self-conscious. You I don't, don't want to socialise until, no. until you experience it People as well. People are like, oh, just like, you know, it's fine. Like, don't worry be about it. Like, it's not that bad. Just be confident in yourself. Which you should like, be, obviously. Yeah, but. but like when you just feel like it just makes you feel so like, yeah, not confident. Mm. Um, so that's why there is so much that can be done, guys. And unfortunately, like conventional treatment, look, it's a Band-Aid. Like mm. literally it it does not fix the problem of your acne. So if you're sitting here, I get it. Like it is freaking frustrating dealing with acne. Or more the issue is, so let's just say the most like common um, or conventional treatments for acne is like the oral contraceptive pill, mm. Accutane, mm antibiotics you know they might i mean antibiotics may actually you know help with eradicating that bacteria as well which yeah. could definitely help get to the root of it but even you know take, being the on reason, the pill for example is what were you gonna say that that wouldn't be that's not the reason why doctors do it from the bacteria in your gut though right oh no more associated with pea acne with the skin yeah. microbiome yeah. yeah but like if you had like a gut dysbiosis going on, sometimes the antibiotics you get put on your skin short term can help. And then the problem is there's no repopulation of the gut. Yeah, it's not looking at and also the root of what kind of bacteria mm. is going on. Anyway, we'll get yeah. into that yeah. sort of things in a bit. But say, for example, if you put on the pill, mm. like a low antigen index pill, you might notice it obviously really helps mm. improve your acne. But mm. as soon as you get off the pill, that's when it can come back. Yeah. Generally, it will always with come back. With a vengeance, yeah. With wor- yeah, worse than when you went on it. And Accutane, like it can work for some people, like long term. Like I know, I, don't, I haven't spoken to that many people being on it. I've even been on it and it did not work for me. Like I went on it twice and just came mm. back with a vengeance every single time because they're not fixing the problem. Mm, exactly. So, and not to mention, like obviously you have to sign a contract. I think it's still the same these days compared like when I took it like 12 years ago. You have to sign a contract or something that you either will go on birth control or if you fall pregnant, you'll have an abortion because, um, mm. yeah, it deforms babies. Um, yeah. so obviously a high retinol. Um, so, yeah, those sorts of things, like they're such a Band-Aid and like you want to get to the root cause of your skin issues. And skin, like today's podcast is on acne, but like just a disclaimer, not disclaimer, just to mention, mm. um, things like eczema, psoriasis, um, even – oh. I'm going to butcher, I'm going to sound really stupid saying this out loud, but I'm just going to say it to you guys. Even, I can't remember the medical term for it, but the like the lumps people get on the back of their like legs or and arms, you know, those little, I can't remember the name of it. Does it start with K? 
Um, that's why I almost didn't want to bring it up because I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head right now. Sorry, I've got really bad brain fog at the moment. I'm having a mental It's my virus. The virus. The anyway, board. it's a mosquito bite. Um, so yeah, all of that is linked to your gut health. But yeah, and yeah, I think it's a good starting point to say the skin is a reflection of what's going on in internally. Internally, yeah. and that's where we want to dig deeper, and that's yeah. kind of where our primary role, I guess, as clinical nutritionists, is getting to the yeah. root cause, and we're always wanting to understand what's driving these presenting health concerns and obviously supporting that through nutrition intervention or lifestyle. And that's why we also do, you know, more comprehensive um, functional testing, like stool testing because that gut skin axis is so interconnected. So it's a very like obviously multifaceted Mm -hmm. approach and it's, it's also not one size fits all. Like we might do one treatment with a client that we find great results with, but that's not going to equal the same. Every, and it's never usually one thing that fixes someone's skin. It's all usually always a collection of lots of things. Definitely. Um, And it takes time. I think that's a really important fact that we expect at least three months to or at least. Yeah. Actually some of my patients, I can get quite good results in the three, but then some acne journeys are like 12 months. It's just reality, especially like post pill. PCOS mm. um, I was going to say as well quickly on the side um, obviously clinical nutritionists like especially clinical ones um, obviously work in this side of things and so does a naturopath but I guess the main difference between naturopaths and nutrition clinical nutritionists is we work a lot more on diet and then use like nutrients more so mm. um, and then naturopath will use herbals and less diet traditionally anyway so that's yeah, they like, still obviously address diet but we're pretty much the same to be honest with you, like people always get confused between the difference. A new age naturopath and a clinical nutritionist, like yeah. someone who's gone to like Endeavour, they're like I know some of the old school ones sometimes I'm not trying to like name I say this, shame, yeah. not trying to name a change. Some of the really, really old school ones I don't think are necessarily as much evidence-based and, and that's where maybe mm. they used to get a bad rap sometimes naturopaths, but all new age naturopaths yeah. are like completely evidence-based. They literally do uh, like the same it's degree a science degree. Yeah. It's literally a Bachelor of Health science. So it, yeah. everything is backed up by evidence and yeah. everything we talk about in our podcast mm. is also mm-hmm. obviously all evidence-based as well. So yeah, I guess that's the biggest area that we're looking into, whether it's skin health or just overall general health and well-being. We're always getting into the root of it and yeah. we want to look into different body systems like your digestive system, nervous system, yeah. reproductive system. So that's what we'll really be discussing today mm-hmm. with that kind of pathogenesis with acne and looking into systems, like I said, digestion, nervous system, also looking into things like blood sugar regulation, your hormones. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's a massive one. I'm trying to think if there's anything else we're talking about today. We'll get more into it. Yeah, that were the main ones. Um, and, yeah, obviously under these areas we'll also chat a little bit about PCOS and how that shows up as well. Yeah. Um, so getting into it, let's kind of start, I guess, with the the base foundation with blood so, sugar regulation. Which actually is very common. Like I was talking to a patient yesterday, she was like, oh, my God, I need to sleep after every lunch, yeah. after every meal. So let's start with what's some clear signs of blush. <laughs> Blood Blush. sugar dysregulation. So crashing after food. Yeah, and that kind of 3, 4 p.m. slump is mm-hmm. can be a very big sign. Hangry. Yeah, so you can really You want to murder irritable. someone. You're really irritable when you're hungry. Like, yeah, yeah. So there's some like quite clear indications and lots of different factors can obviously affect mm. that blood sugar dysregulation. Mm-hmm. But especially, say, for example, having caffeine on an empty stomach. So when you're having that first thing in the morning, that mm-hmm. spikes your cortisol and blood sugar levels and it kind of causes this dysregulation throughout yeah. the day. 
also having really high GI or high glycemic index mm-hmm. carbohydrates, like more refined carbohydrates yeah, and so high sugar. Yeah. That's going to cause this kind of constantly high blood glucose which in turn um, also increases your insulin and what happens with that with acne is this high insulin increases something called insulin growth factor which that Mm -hmm. in turn um, increases your androgens which Mm -hmm. that high androgen production is obviously associated with that pathogenesis with acne so it's quite a you know, direct kind of correlation yeah. with that. So this is why it's really important to eat really balanced meals, to consume low carb, low carbohydrate, to consume low GI complex carbohydrates, mm. um, and to be, yeah, those are the two biggest ones. And then just, I mean, as we always promote, we love using like pure monk fruit in a mm. lot of our sweet treat recipes. Yeah, um, because we're all about not going without. It's like I had a patient yesterday. Just as a quick side note, mm. talking about our whole philosophy, but. Poor lady had gone and seen this nutritionist that was had her on like this lady was like 110 kilos and she had her on fasting in the morning, two meals a day with 90 grams of food weight of like protein, chicken, fish, meat, mm. red meat, and then just non-starchy veggies like parsnip, carrots, Brussels sprouts, and that's literally it. She wasn't allowed to drink coffee, alcohol, um, nothing else, just literally those two meals a day. I was like, oh, yeah, I know. So yeah, I know. that's but such a – Breeding ground for obviously really unhealthy yeah, eating behaviours. Yeah, yeah. Eating disorder. Um, anyway, I, I was going to tie that into something. But nutrition education I think is the biggest thing. Like with mm. all our clients, that's a, a really important starting point is actually just educating you on what foods to eat that are important for your mm. health and well-being so you can take that those tools with you forever. Mm. And obviously that's what we also aim to educate with our podcast as mm-hmm. well. But yeah, we obviously always refer to things like having balanced meals and eating whole foods, which is the core foundation, like the building block. So making sure you're having adequate protein and more complex carbohydrates mm-hmm. is essential kind of keystones for that blood sugar regulation. Um, so that's always a really important starting point. Yeah. Now, one big one that's in clinic, and this one can be like in conjunction with hormonal dysregulation or hormonal imbalances, specifically female sex hormones, because also poor gut health can also affect your hormones as well. It's all interconnected, if that makes sense. That's especially the gut-skin axis. axis. Yeah. yeah. So um, we really, really need to be making sure your gut microbiome is mm. thriving. Yeah, so we want to look at your gut integrity and that diversity within mm-hmm. the gut and how that obviously impacts things like our hormonal health mm-hmm. and inflammatory pathways and so on. So, yeah, this is something we look into all the time in clinic and yeah. we obviously have quite a few episodes about IBS and even functional testing. We mm. use like complete microbiome mapping, which can indicate if there's bacterial overgrowth present and obviously that can really create or generate endotoxins and generate inflammation in the body and that can also affect like our endocrine pathways which is our hormones but actually interestingly enough as well we'll get more into hormones um specifically in a bit but like looking into things like within microbiome mapping like beta glucuronidase which Mm. is an enzyme in your gut that plays quite an important role with detoxification Mm. of things like your estrogen sometimes that can become really elevated or be impaired due to unhealthy gut bacteria and that really can impair your estrogen metabolism as Mm -hmm. well and that can further drive hormonal imbalances. So that's why we always say you can't address one factor without the other. Yeah. And like we look at also like dysbiotic bacteria, so bacteria that are meant to be really, really low amounts in the the gut microbiome and if they're in really high amounts and 
becoming dysbiotic and that's when it's going to exacerbate yeah. a lot of inflammation, especially if you have leaky gut, so intestinal permeability and you've got all the, they're releasing these endotoxins like LPS and then there's obviously mm. all this systemic inflammation driving acne as well. Yeah, and this is um, what we're seeing in um, different health concerns, conditions like mm. small intestine bacterial overgrowth. SIBO. SIBOM. Yeah. SIBO, which we had a podcast recently mm. about SIBO, but acne can be quite a common presenting mm. complaint. So Yeah, like for a lot of like – I remember one of my patients, we completely cleared her SIBO um, – and when she came and saw me, she had like severe acne. Mm. And, and same with, um, sorry to interrupt, same with things like, you know, really bad PMS or period mm. pain. Obviously there's all signs of hormonal imbalance as well. And often once you treat the gut, those period symptoms or pain often can completely yeah. and be improved. And it's the other thing is people don't realise everything's interconnected like you know, people will have like bad period, heavy, painful periods, sore breasts mm. before their periods. And then they've also got acne and they go like get Accutane mm. and then they go on like or and go on the pill to like help like to fix those two things mm. or quote unquote fix. Mm. And it's not treating the root cause and it's all interlinked with your hormones gut. Yeah. So all you need to do is fix your gut and hormones and you will no longer have them. You're not reliant on the pill because as soon yeah. as you come off the pill, you're back to square one. And like we said, unfortunately, most of the time you are actually worse. Mm. Your skin is worse coming off the pill than it was when it started, mm. unfortunately, um, which we'll go through later on why that is. Absolutely. Um, so so getting into some foundations just with digestion as well mm-hmm. is obviously our gut plays such an important role with mm-hmm. so many different pathways, as we said. One of these key roles is obviously absorbing mm-hmm. our nutrients as well. So obviously we need really adequate diversity with yep. our nutrients and what we're having through our diet but how we absorb that is also so essential it's often not what, what we eat mm-hmm. it's how we digest and absorb these yep. foods so i mean specific nutrients like zinc and vitamin c they're all really key nutrients vitamin for a. vitamin a for your skin barrier a. for healing of things like your um skin disturbances mm-hmm. as well so that's obviously a factor that can really be impaired when you have yep. um like in te- increased intestinal permeability or your enzymes aren't working yep. um, as functionally or pancreatic insufficiencies. So we also, we always want to ensure that those pathways are working well. So we're absorbing these nutrients, but also low stomach acid yeah, production which can be massive. really associated with acne. So that stomach acid obviously plays a key role in killing bacteria. Mm-hmm. And often when we're stressed, that can really deplete our stomach acid. So yep. we really want to look into that. Um, also important, obviously, for digestion of nutrients. The gut is also an elimination pathway, so it helps clear out toxins and hormones. So if we have sluggish bowels or those elimination pathways are not working mm-hmm. adequately, that obviously can lead to a toxin buildup or reabsorption as well. Mm-hmm. So we really want to, once again, support the motility yep. and that side of yep. things. Um, Especially if you're dealing with a lot of constipation and things like yep. that. Absolutely. Um, and once again, not just going on laxatives and things like that but making sure you're actually fixing the cause of yeah, the motility what's issues causing that. Yeah. um and then like we've kind of already said that um reduces like fixing the gut obviously reduces the inflammation so obviously making sure there's low levels of that dysbiotic bacteria and obviously weeding them out but then also supporting um the actual skin barrier sorry the skin barrier the gut barrier so making yeah. sure there's decreased soluble and yeah Absolutely. Make a massive difference. So we want to support that actual diversity and the integrity of mm-hmm. your gut. Yeah. 
And also look into things like food intolerances, so a big one. Oh, um, this is a good one because a lot of people have this question. I get this through Instagram all the time. What is the difference between like A1 casein and A2 casein? So A1 casein is derived from cow's dairy, so like, um, yeah. Like, well, what is, what is casein? Casein, sorry, is the protein yep. found in milk. Oh, sorry, found in dairy. So a lot of people will find that they actually can tolerate um, buffalo or um, goat or sheep dairy because it's A2 casein. Or more specifically Jersey goat. Jersey. Yeah, Jersey goat. Buffalo, but buffalo as well is A2. Yeah. Um, And you won't – you'll find that usually your skin will be fine. Mm. Whereas, yeah, so if you're dealing with acne, cow's milk can be a big driver. That A1 casein can be very inflammatory. So similar pathways we were saying before with your blood sugar levels, um, that A1 casein can increase your insulin growth factor, which in turn obviously increases androgens. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely something to be looked into. Obviously, like we're saying, we're also individual with how Mm. we're – digesting and absorbing these foods and if you have s- certain obviously pathways with genetic susceptibility mm. to that casein sensitivity that means that when you have it it gets turned into inflammatory metabolite mm-hmm. which can also generate more inflammation so more clear signs of like a one casein s- sensitivity might be like if you have recurrent ear infections as a kid or tonsillitis growing up and now that's mm-hmm. turning into things like a- um asthma or mm-hmm. Um, period pain or acne, mm-hmm. they can, you know, be signs. This is obviously very general guidelines, but that's something to always look into with how yeah. you're responding to that dairy. And yeah, like Kirsty said, then opting for more A2, that's more non-inflammatory, like yeah. Jersey goats, um, Jersey goat or sheep, yeah. which can be a really great alternative. Yeah, they do. They taste really, really nice. Um, so yeah, that's, and I think it's just really important that a lot of health practitioners will just do a blanket like I've seen skin clinics like do this cut before. out dairy, cut out dairy, gluten, gluten um, go on omega three. Um, doing yeah, any skin processed foods often do promote yeah, that. I've got quite a few. Like obviously they don't. Well, sorry, I just saw lining. <laughs> um, obviously they mean no harm in that, but like once again, it's just like restricting foods that you might not have to, and because mm. we're this like as we're going through, there's so many factors can, that can yeah, exacerbate not just acne. cutting out dairy. It's not no answer so, to your acne, which a lot of health professionals may tell you yeah and also like as we're talking about the state of your gut like what levels of bacteria present Mm. or like that actual integrity like if you have more leaky gut Mm -hmm. or low secretory iga which is your gut's immune defense that's actually going to affect that reactivity to foods and how you're actually fermenting different foods as well so that means you could be more sensitive to different foods so just cutting out foods is not the answer actually absorbing your gut functioning is the key so um does that make sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um, um yes. so uh, i think that summarizes most areas with yeah, gut health um now hormones obviously is your big one mm. so it's it, the two biggest ones are hormones or gut but then like i said they're all interlinked as well um but pcos is obviously a big one now typically speaking if your acne is present on your jawline a little bit around your chin like down your neck kind of thing um, on back your chest, chest and yeah, yeah, back, that is usually driven by androgens, which mm. are male sex hormones. Now, generally speaking, if you have really high androgens, we would not, it's not always the case. Like you can just have high androgens, but generally mm. you're going to be looking at like a PCOS picture. Now, 
with PCOS. Go have a listen to our podcast on PCOS. But it is just a syndrome like Nicole and I mentioned at the start of this podcast. It's an umbrella term. It's an umbrella term. Like Nicole and I no longer technically like our doctor both said to us like you don't have PCOS anymore because all our markers are back to normal. Mm. Um, but It's getting to the root of what's driving yeah, that for like, you, whether it's insulin resistance, inflammation. Post-pill. Or like more adrenal. adrenals. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, the four main types you want to address what type of pet what type of PCOS you have and then addressing that and essentially fixing that. And then what you should see is then once you start to fix that drive of what's causing the and what's pushing the androgens up. So is mm. it the DH adrenal PCOS? Is it the insulin? You know, once you fix mm. those things, the androgens start going down and then your skin mm. clears up. Mm. So people realize like I unfortunately like obviously insulin resistant PCOS is one of the more common forms mm. of PCOS. And unfortunately, we just see people get put on metformin, which, look, it can work. Like I have seen it work. But mm. once again, and that causes – so this is the thing. You get put on metformin because you have insulin-resistant PCOS. Mm. You lower your insulin, you lower your androgens, but then by being on metformin, you've just compromised your gut health and you've lowered things like folate that it um, lowers. And then also mm. you've, like, yeah, comp- like lowered all your beneficial bacteria mm. and then your skin starts breaking out again. Like that's a common picture that yeah. I can see sometimes as well. So yeah, this is always every medication will have a side, side effect, effect and yeah. that's, that's your job to look into that as well. I mean it should also be the doctors or pharmacists to explain that to you but a lot of the don't time you don't is. get a warning label on these things. I don't think things. anyone's ever told anyone that metformin <laughs> depletes nutrients and compromise. Look, yeah. any prescription medication is going to compromise your gut microbiome. So you just want to be like if you have to be on something, any prescription medication, you want to be checking your gut microbiome yeah. and making sure it's optimal. Um, yeah. So also, as we said with PCOS, that's a big driver for this androgen excess. Mm. But also, there can be other factors that increase androgens, like being on a high androgen pill, like mm-hmm. on for the oral contraceptive mm-hmm. pill. Medications can actually increase yep. um, androgens, like psychiatric medications, um, hyperlactin, mm-hmm. and also hypothyroidism. So once again dive deeper be as comprehensive as possible do obviously pathology and functional testing to understand what is driving that instead of like yep i have high androgens that's it why do you have a high androgens what is driving that because that's not the root is just saying you have high androgens it's you're wanting to look into what's obviously driving that and the other thing as well is the diagnostics around pcos can be an issue um, I know it's a lot better these days in the modern medicine world, but traditionally it was like just based on an ultrasound um, mm. with cysts and the presence of cysts on your ovaries doesn't actually mean much at, at all alone. All it means mm. is you're not ovulating. Mm. Um, so okay, well, why are you not ovulating? Okay, is it because of PCOS or is it another reason? Mm. So like typically with um, PCOS you really need – well, you need to have high androgens and their regular cycles. Well, still, signs of high sign, androgens signs which might high, be – Yeah, because you don't like always – that's where it's a hard one. I have a few patients out of the moment where they're like clear androgen dominance, but mm. yeah, they don't come back in their blood. So that's always a more complicated one, but that's when we start to look at the LH-FSH ratio and things like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. um, so, and then other hormonal ones, um, excess estrogen. This is what we can see in clinic because excess estrogen can get converted also mm. into testosterone. So, so that can drive acne massively. We also want to look at like detoxification pathways. As I was saying before, like enzymes in your gut play a big role with the um, absorption – oh, sorry, the detoxification. detoxification of that estrogen. So that's a big one to look into. And liver, like if you genetically don't have a very like good liver, like 
John De- I'm not John or Gilbert's. Gilbert's. Um, but then also if you are a little like <laughs> if you drink a lot of alcohol um, or a lot of caffeine so you've got a lot of liver load, it's like a lot of people have no idea that like the consumption of alcohol they're consuming is a fact affecting their hormones so badly. Like I have mm. patients that come see me and their estradiol is like horrendously high. Yeah. And then they're, okay, this is why I have the worst PMS, sore breasts. I feel like a puff of fish before my period. I'm emotional, I'm irritable and my skin is mm. like really bad. Mm. And as soon as we start to like obviously cut low, lower down alcohol and support phase one, phase two detoxification, support the gut, mm-hmm. beta-glucuronidase, et cetera, yep. their skin clears up. Absolutely. Um, also lower progesterone production as well can yes. be associated with acne and unfortunately with progesterone a lot of time it's low in women like I have a few clients every now and then I come back and I'm like oh my god your progesterone is amazing yeah but most people's sucks and that's because of the major driver is stress yeah. so cortisol yeah is up the progesterone absolutely and progesterone actually plays a role in reducing androgens as well mm. so that's why obviously all these hormones are working together and they interconnected. Do. so as soon as there is imbalance in one area it's going to affect another yeah, 100%. um so, and then, yeah, post-pill. Acne. Yes. So often obviously coming off the pill, especially a low androgen index pill can actually lead to more mm-hmm. like a surge in androgens, which leads to more yeah. sebum, which then obviously causes like more I know, acne. unfortunately, we see this way too often, people, women coming off the pill and their skin just goes wild. Um, but mm. know that there's a lot you can do before coming up the pill to, I'm not going to say prevent, minimise the Mm. effects of post-pill acne. So Mm -hmm. if you want to come for the pill and you're scared of what your skin's going to do, then come see us because we can make a big difference Mm. there coming off it. Yeah, absolutely. So also detoxification pathways, Kirst, you mentioned that before Mm. with um, obviously hormones and your liver plays a really big role with the Mm -hmm. clearance and detoxification of that. But yeah, really looking into liver loaders um, like mm-hmm. caffeine and alcohol and then obviously there's lots of key nutrients required for your phase one and phase two mm-hmm. detoxification. So that's why if your liver is being, you know, overburdened with all these more like liver loaders like caffeine and alcohol, it's going to utilise up all those kind of essential nutrients in phase one mm-hmm. that for phase two it's not going to function as optimally mm-hmm. like Obviously, you're, it requires key nutrients like amino acids and B vitamins and mm-hmm. much, much more. But, we, yeah, we really want to support the phase one and phase two. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Obviously, there's lots of other ways to support detoxification as well, but it is very individual with kind of the whole picture and what's going on there. Yeah. Um, nervous system, stress, what does stress not effect we so have it's literally affects everything this. so yeah like unfortunately it just affects cortisol dha the cortisol affects your dhea's yeah affects progesterone ovulation ovulation yeah. like stops ovulation so it's kind of like causes this cascade effect mm. as well with our hormones so also like the stomach acid production increasing risk of like a gut dysbiosis yeah. and like it like yeah what does it not cause like give me something that it doesn't yeah. not affect the so body. it doesn't mean that you're screwed if you're constantly stressed. It's just looking into ways that you can obviously support, support your stress adaptation, whether it's using like adaptogenic herbs. Yep. Naturopaths obviously great for also prescribing that. But 
nervous system like lifestyle support and there's lots of amazing nutrients that can be really really good for supporting your nervous system like magnesium vitamin c mm-hmm. amino acids so mm-hmm. so much you can do don't feel like yeah obviously so much you can do but it's also really overwhelming and things like that yes too. i always go on about that um but what i was gonna say but i think it's can be just so overwhelming when you're starting this journey and that's why mm-hmm. like and this is kind of where i think we're up to oh can we go to treatment? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it is so overwhelming because you start going down a rabbit hole of researching and then you're like – and if you're a person who's like, no, I don't want to put a Band-Aid on it, like I want to fix mm. the root cause, okay, well, where do you start? Well, what we do in clinic is we do have our Happy Hormones program. So it's mm. specifically – now it's just a structure way of supporting you but that we specifically will treat acne on that program. Mm. Now what the biggest thing first is is like obviously number one is making sure that a person's diet is pretty good baseline because actually sometimes not as common as I'd love it to be but so, if someone comes to me with a horrendous diet, fixing their oh, diet, please a massive skin. role, yeah. No, I just mean like a lot of people come see us with like not a bad – too bad a diet. Yeah. I mean, we know we would get a mix, don't we? But anyway. Um, so first of all is making sure someone's diet is really – And when we say a bad diet, it's just there's no good or bad foods, but no. it's more like processed, refined foods yeah. with the sugar. Thank as you we're saying that, that. Yeah, when I say bad diet, I mean like – Well, even have, you're deficient in lots of nutrients. Yeah. And those, as we were saying, those key nutrients play such a big role with your skin health as well. Yeah, when I say bad, I just mean high processed food diet, lack of nutrients, lack of whole foods, like lots mm. of alcohol, smoking – all the mm. above. Um, so, yeah, making sure someone's got a really, really good base diet. Um, and then we start doing testing. So, like, what, like depending on the presentation that we see, like, depending on where the acne is present, like their past history, we'll mm. assess, okay, we will usually always start with a full screen of bloods, looking at hormones anyway, um, obviously, depending if they're on contraception or not. And then looking at it specific days of the cycle. cycle yep. Um, but then also looking at associated hormones like your cortisol yep. or um, looking into things like your insulin and yep. blood sugar levels, nutrient levels, like seeing that play a key yep. role in skin health. And because obviously, yeah, as we keep saying, th- these are all interconnected too as well, but also looking at like your thyroid functioning and yep. all of that. Yeah. So, yeah. And then like for many people also – Gut testing. So we yeah. do the stool testing um, so comprehensive. We get so much from it and see the best results from that as well. So that is a complete microbiome, map, microbiome mapping and looks into all your yeah. GIT functional markers, beneficial bacteria, bad, um, bad bacteria, dysbiotic bacteria, yeah. yeast, infections, parasites. Then like intestinal permeability mm. for leaky gut, calprotectin. Yeah. so good. So Love comprehensive. Them. And we can also test for SIBO as well. So SIBO breast testing as mm-hmm. well. Um, so yeah. And then, so, and then also looking at any food intolerances mm. and then also an anti-inflammatory diet in general. Mm. So yeah, there's lots that can be done, but it's not like someone comes to us with acne. There is no specific formula that's just like, bang, you take this pill, you do this diet and your acne is cured. Like the human body, like if, if that, if humans were that simple, our job would be so easy, yeah. like so easy. But humans we are, say this all the time, like with no matter what treatment protocol it is, whether it's your gut health, hormones, acne, mm. you know, we could do the exact same formula for one person and, and it it's works not. amazingly and the next person it's not going to be the same because yeah. it's yeah, it's so different and yeah. it's like everyone's root cause is different as I well. I think the only thing that's 
can be sometimes somewhat replicated, but even then it can be really technical, is the insulin issue. Mm, Generally speaking, it's the, yeah, it's the one formula. Well, it's a little bit more do. black and white with how to support, I guess, the foundations with through diet and supplementation. But once again, you want to look into if there's genetic factors. Mm. In well, no, and that's what I was going to say. Then you have some patients that are desperate, throw a million spanners in the works, they've got so many other things in it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just know acne journey is not quick. But it is worth fixing the root cause and mm. like you can have beautiful, and clear skin. It's a reflection of like your overall health and well-being. Like your skin health is a reflection, like we said, of what's going on inside your body. So we just want to focus on optimal health and how we can yeah. like, you know, support all these underlying areas yep. within your body system. Yep. So not only your skin might improve, but you might notice better energy, improved mood, yeah, oh yeah. improved Weight digestion. Loss. Like it's a side effect of a healthy yeah. functioning body. So Yeah, you will find when you sort all those things that you find, you'll lose the weight, your skin will clear up, you'll have better energy, better sleep, better libido. Soften the flow effect, vice versa, whether yeah. it's, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if this is you and you're dealing with this at the moment, have a look at our Happy Hormones program. You've got a three or a six-month option. Um, now we obviously have our new clinic opening up in West Leadville, Perth, WA, mm. but we do work with women all over the world. We've got some clients in Ireland at the moment as well, yes. um, which is very exciting. And in the, and in the, is Ireland or UK? Yeah. It is? Yes. Yeah, it is. Oh my God. No, but England. Oh my God, I'm having <laughs> i got the biggest mind blank day. Honestly, I don't know what's no, wrong I think with me. it's part of the UK and... Is it? Um, and then Northern Ireland's not part of the yeah. UK. Oh, honestly. <laughs> Anyone who's listening to this thing, I've got clients that live in Perth as well that are from Ireland and they're going to be listening to this being like, Kirsty, what are you on? Anyway, Absolutely we've got people... <laughs> Over that region of the world. I love Irish people. It's the same. Same. Irish people. One of my besties is Irish, but like, yeah, I love Irish people as well. They're, they're like the nicest people. And I feel like they have very similar sense of humor yeah, to Australians. It's oh. like English do as well. Like, yeah. Whereas like certain, some nationalities in the world, like it, it, there's a, a bit, bit of, of a, a cultural barrier. barrier. Yeah, yeah, there is. So it's not, you don't like, like even dad at the moment. Sorry, this is hard. I don't really quickly. Dad has, um, some Japanese students staying with him and like I think culturally generally speaking like you know Australians joke a lot like mm. they don't necessarily like I don't think well they don't not, have amazing English as well Marcus's jokes are a bit rogue yeah they are poor, poor girls anyway but <laughs> poor like, girls. Her, Australians just rip each other Japanese all the time are like, so tease lovely each other. Though, they are, anyway. oh, they're the most beautiful culture yeah like very gentle and oh yeah. beautiful I know um <laughs> anyway such a side note but anyway guys so if you want to book in head to link in bio um, we are filling out I oh. don't have any spots left obviously for the rest of this month but next month I and do have a few and Alex might have a few for this month yeah I don't have anything till November guys so I've got two months and not even two months like probably a six weeks of you could get a few slots in there so if you want to book in with me um, and then, yeah, same with Nicole. So, yeah, year is filling up very quickly. Our booking mm. system is just going nuts at the moment. It always happens every year as soon as spring comes around. Everyone's like, ah, shit, I'm fat. I need to lose weight. Yes. I'm joking. <laughs> no, it's just about feeling good no, and prioritising yourself. As you guys know, we're not the kind of nutritionist. I said this to a lady yesterday. We're not. Like, obviously, so many people come see us weightless, but I'm like, like this lady was telling me yesterday how she gets weighed every week and everything. I was like, we're not those kind of nutritionists. We don't own scales. No, we don't. So, yeah. Um, I'm just thinking anything else. 
I think that's it. So, yeah, if you want to book in, head to Lincoln Bio. You can yeah. book in for a discovery call as well, a 15-minute discovery call. Um, and, and then keep updated with all the clinic. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, launching the, the updates yep. on our Instagram and TikTok now as well. So yep. we'll post lots on there, especially when we're moving in. We'll do lots of yep. little videos and updates with that as well. So stay along for the journey. Yes. Um, but yeah, we really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you need help with your acne, we're your girls. You're not alone. You're not yep. alone. We've both been through it. Um, and so, yeah, for a discovery call or initial consultation that's an in-depth analysis of your past health history, mm. diet analysis, main health concerns, and then we can assess what programs are suited for you. And, yeah, three or six-month options um, that's going to give you so much support, accountability and just like holding your hand the whole way and, and all evidence-based, giving you the best results and fixing your skin forever mm. and more quick fixes. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll be back in the future. We'll be, we'll be back in the future. We'll be, <laughs> we'll be back next week, guys. So, um, yeah, enjoy the rest of your week. And sorry for my absolute brain today, guys. I so we're easing it. back into it, yeah. but we'll be back next week. And yeah, hope everyone has a lovely little week. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.